This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Do you love music? Then you need to visit Shearer's Music Works. From aspiring guitarist to touring pianist, Shearer's caters to musicians of all chords. In store, you'll find an amazing range of instruments and print music, and if your instrument needs a tune-up, they have on-site repair and servicing. Shearer's Music Works on Anglesey Street, Hamilton. Your total music store. Proud sponsor of the Back Porch Bluegrass Show on Free FM. I'm your host Paul Trenworth and I've got a great program lined up for you today. The theme tune Mystery Creek is playing. That's recorded by the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band in the mid-1990s and it's named for a, a big park area just south of Hamilton, New Zealand, which is where I live. On the show today we're going to hear from all sorts of musicians but it's really about an interview with Leonard Cohen who is the original Dobro player for the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band and he is in town for the opening of an exhibition at the Waikato Museum and that exhibition is featuring a whole bunch of uh, Hamilton County um, what's the word, uh, relics, <laughs> all the information, all the record covers and some instruments and uh, life and times of the band and it's a real thrill being part of such an exhibition and it's great to have the old band members here. So just a little bit later in the program we'll be talking to Leonard and we even get to play some live music in the studio that I hope you're going to enjoy. In the meantime we better hear out the rest of Mystery Creek. Thank you. 
fun tune to play on stage, that one. We always did enjoy it. Uh, what are we going to hear first? Lester Flat and the Nashville Grass. After Flat and Scruggs split up uh, in the late 1960s, Lester went back to playing some of the bluegrass music that they'd played over the previous couple of decades. And uh, Earl went on to play some rather more rocky-oriented music with his sons, Sort of same as I do, really. I really enjoy doing that. Um, but Lester sort of put the, put the old band together uh, again. And, and uh, he had people like uh, Paul Warren on fiddle and bass vocals, Curly Seckler on guitar and tenor vocals. And he added uh, Kenny Ingram on banjo at first. I actually saw him play in this format. Uh, and he had Haskell McCormick playing banjo. And he also had Vic Jordan playing banjo at some time. But this album's got Kenny Ingram on it. Uh, Marty Stewart playing mandolin guitar. Charles Nixon on Dobro. And Jack Hicks, who's a fine banjo player, he was playing bass. And uh, there's some great tracks. Uh, some of the old albums. Oh, some of the old songs he'd re-recorded, and uh, and uh, Lester had a good time playing uh, the the Flat and Scruggs music of the previous years uh, to his audience, and that was in the last years of his life. So we're going to start off with "Why Did You Wander." This was first recorded uh, by Flat and Scruggs about 1953, and here's a 1976 recording from the uh, album Lester Flat and the Nashville Grass, a living legend on CMH. Here we go with Why Did You Wonder? When you know that you're always happy 
Some classic bluegrass there from one of the masters. And he surely is a master at phrasing, isn't he? The way he sings that. Uh, he's done it a lot of times before. It did a fine job. Next track I'm going to play for you is uh, very interesting. We've played uh, before on the show uh, The Family Sowell, who is a whole family play great bluegrass music and mostly gospel music well this track is from a a cd called time travel and it's sort of what the band do when they're messing around when they're supposed to be practicing their proper music uh, well that's what it sounds like to me it's got some rare choices of songs on it and uh, <laughs> i hope you're going to enjoy the family cell with jailhouse rock <laughs> In the county jail The prison band was there And they began to wail The band was jumping And the joint began to swing You should have heard Those night down jailbirds Saying let's rock Everybody let's rock Everybody in the wholesale block Was dancing to the jailhouse rock Spider Murphy played The tenor saxophone The little Joe's blowing On the slide trombone The drummer boy from Illinois With crash boom bang The whole rhythm section Was the purple game Or number three, you the cutest jailbird I ever did see. I sure be delighted with the company. Come on to do the jail, a rock with me. Let's rock. Everybody, let's rock. Everybody in the wholesale block was dance to the jailhouse rock. All alone. The warden said, Buddy, don't you be no square. You can't find a party, use a wooden chair. Let's rock. Everybody, let's rock. Everybody in the wholesale block was dance to the jailhouse rock. Shifts and the bugs for heaven's sake. No one's looking now, it's a chance to make a break. Bugs turn to city and said, Nick's next. I want to stick around a while again, my kicks. Let's rock. That's the family cell. Well, believe it or not, you're listening to Back Porch Bluegrass. And, uh, well, Elvis Presley did uh, Bluegrass a favour by recording Blue Moon in Kentucky. I guess we can do him a favour by recording Jailhouse Rock. Um, that was a family cell. Tim O'Brien is a great songwriter. He's played in Hamilton, New Zealand. He's been through uh, New Zealand and played and always astounded audiences by his wonderful songwriting and his excellent playing and uh, from the Traveller album I'd like to play you a song that 
just sounds great. It's called Kelly Joe's Shoes. Now, anyone who writes a song about a pair of shoes, you'd think that's got to be a hard topic to write on. Well, not with Tim O'Brien. Here's Kelly Joe's Shoes. Portland. I stayed there with him one time. He had a new pair of high top sneakers. Didn't fit him, but they fit me fine. I laced up his Converse sneakers. We drove down the California line. After we played a little gig in Chico, he headed home. He left me behind. He said, Take these shoes and be on your way. It looks like you got traveling to do. Come back and see me some other day. Tell me all about where they took you to Tell me all about where they took you to Now I had a lot of fun in those black Chuck Taylors The finest shoe has never been worn I can see where I've been in the color fade And I can see what I learned with the frayed and worn I walked off the tread on the concrete pavement of London and Dublin and New York town I shook out the sand from the ocean beaches I left it on the floor of an airport lounge Said take these shoes and be on your way It looks like you got traveling to do Come back and see me some other day Tell me all about where they took you to Tell me all about where they took you to Fester, squishy squashing through the fields all day. I rinsed them out in the cool lake water. I washed that mountain mud away. Now I'm sitting in a friendly kitchen. The wind outside, it howls and blows. I let them dry by a cozy fire and warm my soaked and wrinkled toes. He said, Take these shoes and be on your way. It looks like you got traveling to do. Come back and see me some other day. Tell me all about where they took you to Tell me all about where they took you to These are shoes that like to travel No telling where they'll take me to Still not done scratching gravel Still gotta show me a thing or two Take these shoes and be on your way It looks like you got traveling to do Come back and see me some other day Tell me all about where they took you to Tell me all about where they took you to in Portland. I stayed there with him one time. He had a new pair of high top sneakers. Didn't fit him, but they fit me fine. Well, I think that's a great song. I wish I'd written that. Uh, really captured the mood of the whole, the whole thing. Brilliant. Tim O'Brien. You're listening to Back Porch Bluegrass. Let's have a fiddle tune from uh, Mr. Art Stamper now. Um, 
possibly best known for his work with the Standing Brothers. He played in some of their early recordings like Little Glass of Wine and Our Last Goodbye and Say Won't You Be Mine. Uh, he's played with people like Bill Clifton, fine, sort of old-time style fiddle player. And I love the title of this, Goodbye Girls, I'm Going to Boston, Art Stamper. <laughs>
Well, that was a tune called Fire in the Mine for Sam, and it was played by Old South Bluegrass Band from Adelaide, Australia, uh, from an album called The Hanging Tree. And I am delighted to have in the studio here with me in Hamilton, New Zealand, uh, for Back Porch Bluegrass, Mr. Leonard Cohen, who is the Dobro player on that tune. Welcome to Hamilton, Leonard. G'day, Paul. I'm so glad to be home. <laughs> it, is, it is home. Yep. Um, I love the music that you've been playing, and uh, I've been following you. We play Old South every now and then on the radio program, so listeners will be a little bit used to some of your songs. Uh, but I am just delighted to have you here because together with Leonard back in 1966, we started the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band. Oh, my gosh. Along with David Calder and Alan Rhodes and Colleen Bain and Sandy McMillan at the time. And Leonard is in town uh, because the Waikato Museum in Hamilton here is hosting uh, a Hamilton County Bluegrass Band exhibition and there's memorabilia of the band going right back to those very early days and then continuing right up to today because we're still playing as a band. bit hard for you to make it for the gigs over here from Adelaide, but we're delighted you made it just for the opening anyway. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh... Those early days of Hamilton County Bluegrass Band, what's the first thing that springs to mind? Um, Poverty. (laughs) 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 We didn't play. We only found this music for, for, I don't know, a year, and then we wanted to try and do something with it. Uh, But it was so hard to find a way to make it earn money for us. And then when it did, it was like a dream come true. We, We just played, and people paid us to do stuff. It was wonderful. We, we we had a magic combination of people and the the further I get away from that scenario, uh, the more I look back and, and marvel. Um, you know, David Calder taught us all harmonies and, and musical arranging. Um, Alan Rhodes and I sort of had lots of bluegrass albums and we kept accumulating bluegrass albums and, and finding things for the band to play and practicing hard and, <laughs> and learning banjo licks and guitar licks. And um, Colleen was a superb fiddle player who could listen to some music music and reproduce it on a fiddle. David somehow learned to play mandolin. I have no idea how he learned to do that. We understood the role of bass. We listened to groups like the Dillards. You were playing mouth harp originally because we needed fiddle and then you got a dobro and started teaching yourself Dobro to integrate it into the band. So we put together this bluegrass sound without ever really having seen anyone. No. And But I remember you were the one that got us the gig, so you probably fretted about it much more than we did. We just turned up and said, what do we do now, Leonard? And you you told us where we were playing. That's weird, because it, it didn't seem like that to me, but it's true. Looking back on it, that's what happened. But it seemed like um, we were all just doing stuff, and then all of a sudden we would be playing in a place. But now you think about it, I actually used to pe- ring people up, and that's true. And then we sometimes we'd actually get paid. And <laughs> we, we, yeah, we 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 played at the ranch house. What was it? Oh, uh, oh something no, like no, that. no! The the. The Red Fox Tavern. Red Fox Tavern, we played, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. There was we, another one? We were nothing to do with the murders that happened there. <laughs> no, uh, we played. We had a regular gig for the lady who ran the ranch house. So we used oh, to go yeah, out there yeah, in the yeah, evenings yeah, yeah, and, right. and, and play as a floor oh, spot. Yes. 
I remember uh, playing for the farmers where we had a whole week of country week oh. that you organised for us. It was in a, in, a, in a department store because you can't always be playing at night to entertain a group of people who've come to listen to music. Sometimes you have to do other things to, to make ends meet. So we did advertisements and we did other things. So we, we went to department stores and we said, look, we, we'll come and play in your department store and it won't cost you much because you just got to put out some hay bales and pay us. But what will happen is people will come and they will all come to listen to us because you'll advertise it and there'll be a whole crowd of people and you put us on the floor where you think a crowd of people like that are most likely to buy stuff. And then it's up to you to sell stuff to the crowd and then, because you've got the halo effect of this is all going to make your store look cool because we're cool. And they said, yeah, well, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole week and um, we, 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 we played concerts at lunchtime in, yeah. the, in the little auditorium That's that right. the farmers had. Mm-hmm. But we backed the fashion shows yes, because the girls were wearing denim skirts and mm-hmm. jeans and, and you commentated while we played <laughs> I forgot I, went, I made it all up oh my I god oh, how did we get we were so we were so cheeky but we didn't do anything wrong it's just that we fluked it and we did everything right yes you know? yes we, we were nice to people and they were nice to us and Really, that department store, we had enough to live on for months after the department store. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. they paid us yeah. every day. Yeah, uh. we did some great gigs. Remember going to Gore in the South Island? That was <laughs> wonderful. That was one of our first full-time gigs yes. as a band. We did a week down there playing <laughs> concerts all around. <laughs> Look, what happened was that I, I was trying to find things, shows we could do, and Somebody in the Lions Club had asked us to play for them in Auckland, and I thought, why don't I just write to all the Lions Clubs in New Zealand and say, we'd like to come and play for you. Maybe some will answer. And sure enough, we got them from the South Island. So uh, for those of you who don't come from New Zealand or Australia, you know, New Zealand's divided into two places. There's the North Island, and down the South Island, there are about four or five people living down there, lots of sheep, and that's it, right? So the four or five people down there who lived in a little city all invited us down, and we had a most marvellous time. And Paul was reminding me today, they gave us a car, and we drove around in this old Ford, well, it was a brand-new Ford at the yes. time, and it had speakers on the roof. And we used to get Paul to play the banjo out of the speakers. We'd drive, <laughs> we'd drive through the towns <laughs> yeah. telling them that there was a show coming up. Oh, God. Uh, we just made it up. Yes, and, and, and we made sure when we played our concerts that we – Provided a good variety of music for people. Yes. And um, you and David were very adept at the MC work in particular, but we'd play sort of five or six songs as a band and then we'd split up and you and David would do some blues or something like that. Yeah. And um, Alan and Colleen and I would do some old-time music mm. and uh, then there'd be a solo spot somewhere where someone would do it and then we'd integrate that with the music. Yeah. We learned yeah, very we early on how to sell it. Yeah. I, I think the thing is that if you can't make them cry and you can't make them laugh and you can't make them want to see what's coming next, stay in your garage. <laughs> don't, want, don't go down on the road, right? Because they're going to hate you. I might write that down. That's <laughs> quite <laughs> But it's true. It is. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And so, I mean, we, we did try to do things deliberately to make people laugh. I mean, 
we we played the Bonnie and Clyde theme, of course. Yes. You know, yeah. Foggy Mountain Breakdown. We played that. And we all got we came out in gangster suits and gangster hats. Yes. And I had a, a a disassembled shotgun down my trousers and in my jacket. And during the course of the song, while Paul is playing this ripping banjo solo, Earl's, Earl's ripping banjo lines for Foggy Mountain Breakdown, I'm hauling a shotgun out and putting it together. And yeah. by the time the the break is finished, I'm standing there with this great big weapon in my hand. It was, it was just silly, but it was. It was two things. One is that for the first time you hear it, Foggy Mountain Breakdown is an assault on your senses. You know, yes. you cannot hear that sound without the hair standing up on the back of your neck unless yes. you're dead. Yeah. But, but the, not only is that happening, but there's silly uh, comedy going on on the stage. And the deal there is that you're most uncomfortable because you're laughing on one hand and on the other hand, Earl's banjo is getting right in between yes. your ears and you're yes. thinking, and you're, even now my skin crawls at that song. Well, and I, I don't know if, if we were aware of it. No, we were In weren't. the early days with the bluegrass bands, it was usually the bass player and the banjo player who did the comedy. And there were Munroes signed people on because they were good at comedy, not because they were an integral part of his music uh, scheme, but they were good at comedy. All the people, Roy Acuff mm. had, had comedy, mm. all, all the bad, Jim and Jesse had oh, comedy, yeah. Lonesome Pine Fiddlers had comedy, you Earl know, and some, someone yeah. there to do it, Earl and Earl, always, they always had some comedy done yeah. by Jake and, yeah. uh, and, and yeah. Josh yeah. in most cases, so we were just sort of following that pattern. I tell you what, it was possibly what we heard in some of the pieces on uh, Flat and Scruggs Live at Carnegie Hall, yes. because what that is... That, and also influences in our life in New Zealand. We'd met an old guy who was a, he was essentially what you'd call a carny, like a, a carnival busker. Mm. And, and he showed us certain things. And then we realized that this was, um, that this isn't all about the music. We're not here to show you how well we can play and how fast we are and, and what our version of, uh, uh, Cabin Home on the Hill is. What we're there to do is entertain you. And if you're not being entertained, mm. then, we are bad people and should give you all your money back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we grasped that quite we early did. on. Yes. We did. Yeah. Uh, we were so, is it, honestly, Paul, we were, so, we were so lucky. It all just came poof and fell on us. Well, Mike Keir, who does uh, music from Foggy Hollow in Australia, said, um, yeah, one of the th problems was that, that we didn't realise that it was difficult. We just did it. And and we didn't, Is no one right? told us oh, it was too hard. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, I I didn't have to do much music because I couldn't play. So my, <laughs> but I can <laughs> sing and I can play guitar. Yeah. But my, my main feeling was that it, if people, people can do this stuff, so can we. Because there was Colin yes. playing those fiddle lines. Yes. And there were you playing the banjo lines. Dave somehow miraculously could play the mandolin. Alan already could play guitar. Yeah. He had a perfect bluegrass voice and yes. still does. I mean, Alan Rhodes is your quintessential uh, bluegrass baritone singer. He's not the Munro style no, way no, up the top, yeah. but, but he's, he's got that, that smooth baritone, yeah. a perfect enunciation. And so that, that's kind of like the basis of a really good bluegrass mm. band. Mm. And then you put more harmony together, get yeah. a decent bass player, yeah. and you're cooking. Yeah. All the ingredients were there. We had a lot of fun. Oh, we yeah. also picked some good songs. Now, one of the songs that I remember from those days, and particularly when you were becoming more adept at playing your your dobro, or might have been a national at the stage, <laughs> was that Johnny Cash song "Papa yes. Played the Dobro." Yes, let's have a listen to that. 
Now, I think you brought this tune to the band. We must have heard it somewhere. I think Johnny Cash did it. Yeah, yeah, Cash did it, but I heard it first from um, Buck Graves. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a great tune, and I remember this is... is always went down well with the audiences yes. and in fact I still do it now sometimes and, oh, I, do you? and I still think it's a great song <clears throat> and let, let, let's listen this is a Hamilton County Bluegrass Band from the album Yesterday's Gone and this is with Leonard Cohen uh, playing the Dobro Alan Rhodes doing the lead vocals in Popper Play the Dobro sounds like this He couldn't pay the fee And when his troubles got too much To ease his troubled mind Papa played the dobro this way And he'd play Why the guitar's resonator was a gallon bucket lid And Papa played the dobro this way And he'd go Now that Papa's gone away, it's hanging on the the top of it is busted and the strings are rusty too. It'll never sound the way it did when it was new. When Papa played the dobro this way and hit play. Wasn't that good? I bet you that brought back a few memories. <laughs> that cost me blood to learn, Paul. You got had some yeah. good licks in I there. I know it's bizarre. I made yeah. them up, yeah. and I, well, I stole some from Buck Graves, but I couldn't do them the way he did them. And, and the other thing was that we didn't have the words anywhere, so I copied them down from what I thought. Yeah, and I gave them to Alan, and and I got it all wrong. Like at the top of it is it's hanging. Hanging on the, f it's hanging by the flue. Oh, top of this is busted, and the strings are rusty too. Oh. But I wrote the top is hanging on the wall, oh, and now that and doesn't the, rhyme. So Alan dutifully sang it the way I'd written, and yes. of course there's no rhyme at all. No, <laughs> I never noticed that. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, if you haven't noticed that in over fifty years, I think Alan and I got away with it. Right? Yeah, I That's... think you got away with that one for sure. <laughs> That's great. Now you're still playing bluegrass music. I certainly am. Yeah, I do. Uh, old South. Um, uh, did you had a probably had a hiatus for a while? It would have been the usual things. Or thirty years. Thirty years hiatus. I stopped playing and I became a school teacher back. Well, you know that was what I was trained to do, and I put all my energy into it. The same sort of way that I'd done as a, in the bluegrass band. I, I tend to get a lot heavily involved in whatever I do, and so for a long time 
all the music I played was built around making rock and roll bands inside a school or playing music to kindergarten children. And so I did that for a very long time until you sent me uh, an email to say that we might do a reunion concert in 1986. And I hadn't played a lick of... It was 1992. 92. Yes. 92. That's right. And I hadn't played a lick of anything since, good God, 1971. Mm. Yeah, so 20 years. And then, so it all started to come back. And you found uh, similarly minded musicians yeah. in Adelaide because well, that was a real source of bluegrass music in the early was, days. It was. Trev Warner, uh, yes. Jeff Bridgeland. Yes. Um, and uh, th- those guys, <clears throat> pardon me, those guys were playing, but um, the, the best part of it really was that they had a radio show. Oh, sorry, they had a television show, a bit like the one we used to have. Right. And when I first got there, uh, I joined the um, the band, the, the resident band, the Skillet Lickers. So I played dobro or bass, and they had a little four-part, and uh, so we were in the Reg Lindsay Country Music Hour. Right. And uh, Channel 7. Yes. And it felt very familiar because there were yeah. square dancers in yes. Haybell. But, yeah, it was a different sort of show, but familiar enough. Yeah. So I did that for a year or two, and then after that, off I went to my real job. Yes. <laughs> well, Old South have uh, produced some great recordings, and, and that's followed on to uh, another band. Yeah, yeah. So I now we now have a band called uh, Crooked Road, and uh, actually, if you know if you if you, if you know anything about um, geography of the South, you know that the, the the Crooked Road is actually a music trail um, through the Southern States. But uh, Crooked Road is also in South Australia. Crooked Road. It's a road. It's about 20 kilometres from where I live. It's about three kilometres long, and it's perfectly straight, and it has no dirt or seal on it, and it just sits in the middle of a paddock, and it's called Crooked Road. It's, it's not crooked. It's not even a road. There you go. So that's why I thought it would make a good name for a band. Okay. So it's, not not going anywhere and not, not doing go- anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There, now, see, I always knew I liked you. you know, it's a perfect line. A perfect line. So, yeah, we, we, um, we don't play bluegrass. We're sort of like country pop, bits of bluegrass. But we use bluegrass instrumentation and... And we go to festivals, and then we actually do play bluegrass. But yes, uh, it's, it's a different kind of deal. Okay, yeah. um, let's let's find another track that we can play uh, from Old South because I've got some uh, CDs here. So tell us about the song you've selected, Levin. Was well, a song called "I Know Whose Tears," and it's actually written by Rudyard Kipling, and the the music was done by Joe Newbery, and uh, I think the Johnson Brothers have, have recorded it. But we were struck because it's so eerie and it's got these wonderful harmonies in it. And it's all about all of, if all of these terrible things happen to you, what would your mum do? And so, the, you know, you're drowning in the sea, you've been murdered somewhere. And, and the answer to the question is always, well, mum would be nice. She would look after me. <laughs> so, and that, that, that suited my simple mind. So we recorded it. Okay. It's, I know whose tears. I know whose tears. Let's have a listen to Old South. If I were hanging on the highest hill, if I were hanging on the highest hill, if I were hanging on the highest hill, 
Old South Bluegrass Band. What a great song that is. It sounds, sounds really, you guys did a great version of that. Oh, thanks very and, much. Paul. Well, I think we ought to pull out the guitar and the dobro and uh, just pick a couple of tunes here right. just to do some live music in the studio. Excellent. What instrument have you got there, Leonard? Well, this was made for me. This is made by a, a chap uh, recently deceased called Brian DeGrucci. Oh, Brian, and, yes. And he made me three of these. He uh, made me two. Uh, two resonator guitars and a regular flat top. My, yeah. I lost a D35 Martin when my house burnt down, so he uh, made me a copy. Uh, and 
He was the Martin repairman for my That's estate, right. yes. and he made this fantastic guitar. So this one is um, this is the one I play the most. It's got um, it's old Brazilian rosewood mahogany and Sitka spruce. Just hit me a chord. Sounds absolutely brilliant. It's a wonderful old beast. Okay, right. Well, the guitar that I've got is... Now, any, I don't recognise that. Anything that? but a bluegrass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a Johnson slightly skinny-bodied cutaway. And um, my, my good, my Martin D21's in the exhibition that's coming <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this guitar has got a wide fingerboard. It's really nice to play. Oh, it sounds all right, too. And it sounds good. And yeah. I'm just using a thumb pick and the good old Carter scratch. And and, um, and didn't do Earl and, and didn't do Lester any harm. So <laughs> no. you know we don't all have to sound like Tony Rice. Okay. No. So so what should we do for some uh, songs here? Well, let's let's uh, start with Big Sayota. You want to try that one? In G. In G. Uh, okay. Uh, start me off on Big Sky Eddie. One, two, three, sound Leonard. that's really nice okay what else can we do while we've got the instruments out okay what else well, um let's do do blue moon of kentucky blue you, moon of you kentucky. mentioned that oh yeah yeah absolutely uh, and what key oh you have to do that and in, in if you don't do that in beef don't do that in beef that bill monroe is going to rise up out of his grave and You're say to you that ain't no part of nothing <laughs> okay let's uh let's capos on and we'll see how we go Blue Moon of Kentucky. The singing's not going to start any time soon. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and for all you hot pickers out there, we're a couple of uh, super annuitants playing this at a gentlemanly speed. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
some nice licks in there, I tell you. It's got a sweet tone on that instrument. That sounds magic. It's actually because I've been, since I came to New Zealand from Australia, I haven't put this sucker down and I've been playing it flat tack every day like I should have been for the last 50 years. (laughs) So I'm finally catching up. Except we sent you out finding jobs for the band (laughs) instead of learning to play the instrument. Oh, God. Okay, well, let's, uh, one more. We can can squeeze one more. Okay, what do you want to do? Gold Rush? Yeah. Oh, can we can we do that a I've bit? I've not heard that on Dobro. Yeah. Uh, God, I hope I can remember how to play this. Uh, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> okay. No, let me think. Just this always happens, folks. Just practicing a few licks. In some ways, this is the part I like listening to. <laughs> Okay, let's try it here. Start, right, we'll start again. Let me, let me kick it off. Okay, yeah. one, two, three, three. Like that about that fast? Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting it to be slower. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Monster guitar, believe me. God, that sounds good uh, coming through. Folks, uh, this is Back Porch Bluegrass. I'm your host, Paul Trenworth, and I have in the studio with me Leonard Cohen, uh, formerly a Hamilton County Bluegrass band member from the very early days, uh, with, along with me, and he's up in, in Hamilton, New Zealand, uh, just for a while to uh, be part of the opening of an exhibition that the Waikato Museum is hosting on the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band. And it's a, it's a real treat having him here. Oh, wonderful. We are both delighted to be relics found in a museum. And, uh, and, and, and some of you may listen to, that, to our playing and say, yes, they should, they are relics. Uh, but we, believe me, it sounds pretty hot in the studio. <laughs> it's about as fast as we can go. <laughs> no, I have a feeling that the aftermatch function tomorrow night <laughs> will we'll be playing everything too fast. You oh, know, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that could that could well happen. 
Uh, it's been a real delight having you in the studio, Leonard. Um, I'll, I'll fill out the program uh, uh, in the editing, and I might play another couple of tracks from Wonderful. Old South. And, Thank uh, you. And this can be the Leonard Cohen program. Wonderful. It's a great pleasure to be back in Hamilton, and I cannot wait to become a fossil. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow night, Paul. Okay, right. We'll see you later. Bye. Well, it was delightful having my old friend Leonard Cohen in the studio with me and being able to talk to him, and uh, sorry if we got a bit excited over things. You've been listening to Back Porch Bluegrass. I'm your host, Paul Trendworth, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in to Back Porch Bluegrass, whether it be on podcast or on access radio. Um, the show comes from Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and uh, in Hamilton, New Zealand, and uh, we've been playing Bluegrass grass here for more than 50 years and having a great time doing it as you gathered from my interview we'll go out uh with uh gibson brothers they do some wonderful music and i've selected from their album red letter day the old song the prisoner song it's a classic song one of the first big hits of country music for vernon delhart and um they recorded it in 2005 sounds like this thanks very much for tuning in Tune in again and we'll try and have a great program for you. Bye. Oh, I wish I had someone to love me, someone who would call me your own. And I wish I had someone to live with I'm so tired of living alone Oh, meet me 
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.